First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. The Giddy Up Bag of Tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com And of course the best pub in the Mallian country, Victoria, the Ultima Hotel. And we do all this for the best bookmaker in the world. The world's greatest online bookmaker in Bet365. Make sure you gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. GRNZ.co.nz for everything New Zealand Greyhound Racing. This man, I love. It's a privilege to actually have him on Giddy Up. Mark Rosanowski has been the voice of Greyhound Racing in the northern part of New Zealand since I can remember. He's an absolute superstar, and they're racing at Matawatu in the Dogs today, and we need a couple of winners, and Mark is the man that can help us do just that. Good morning to you, Mark. Thanks for your time, mate, and welcome to Giddy Up. Kia ora, kia ora. Yes. Um, nice to be talking to you, Gareth. Um, that's quite an introduction. I'm not sure I can live up to it, particularly on a couple of one or two maidens today, but I'll always do my very best. And when lose or draw, we come out the other end smiling because uh, yes. we're making a living from greyhound racing, which is a, just a wonderful sport. It is a beautiful sport. So how long have you, like, since my time working at Sky and all of that, like you've been the voice in that part of the world for greyhound racing. How long have you been behind the, monocu- the, the binoculars calling... Um, the dogs in NZ? Yeah, probably, look, um, in terms of straight-out calling, about the last decade, really. Before that, I was um, obviously a presenter with Trackside and then still do a bit of that in between times, of course, in between the calling. So my first commentary gig, like in terms of being full-time uh, commentating, mainly greyhounds doing a few trots here and there, um, has been sort of, yeah, from about 10 years ago. Uh, but prior to that, um, being involved in, in greyhound racing presentation on track when we used to be on track at a few more meetings than we are now and, and doing the odd show here and there too, which has always been good fun. How do we make some money, mate? Well, look, race number two today, uh, we are talking about a mate sprint, but... Uh, Dog number eight, Omatakea, has come up at $4.50, and the favourite in that race, Big Time Central, two fifty. Well, last week on this track, Omatakea did beat Big Time Central quite comfortably and certainly on merit. Now, Omatakea has gone up to Monaco since on Sunday. Most of the uh, Lisa Coltrane dogs that went to Monaco on Sunday did not jump. It's a quiet lure up there, much quieter than the wire rope noisy one they've got at Manawatu, and Omatakea paid for that, providing he hasn't taken any harm from that trip. I think he's a pretty reasonable bet, race two, number eight, Omatakea. And I'll stick with another maiden in race number four, uh, Gareth. It's, it's low grade uh, today, but some very nice dogs coming through the grades. Race number four, I think, is going to provide a few winners over the next couple of weeks. But today, going with number two, Big Time Bruiser, unlucky on debut, finished at the back of a six-dog field. But last week, a much cleaner run, second to a really promising dog called Big Time Bernie. And Bruce comes up with box two, and the speed looks to be in box one. Some other nice dogs in this race, but $3.80 this morning I thought was pretty fair for big time Bruiser. Race four, number two. So, Amatakea, $4.20, race two, number eight, with bet 365, and big time Bruiser, 
race four, number two, $3.20. had a little bit of support as well. Hey, those two races might be on. Definitely the first race will be on while we're on air. We will be betting and having a little bit of fun. So give us a cheerio, Mark, when you call the action there today and say giddy up. We'll be, we'll be watching and cheering, brother. Good luck. <laughs> Indeed. And good luck to everybody You're out there. And uh, look, I hope, hope they enjoy uh, a bit on the New Zealand Greyhounds because when we kick off at your time in the morning, it's, it's, yes. uh, it's the only game in town, isn't it? hundred percent. So I'm looking forward to hearing our cheerio today before the second race. In fact, we'll take the call live, Mark. Oh, with the pressure's on, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm writing a note as we speak. I love it, brother. Okay. Good luck. There <laughs> is Mark Rosanowski. He's a star. Now, we love our dogs, of course. They love to race. Check out grnz.co.nz for everything New Zealand Greyhounds. Now, find your next Kiwi winner at loveracing.nz. Butch Castles, he'll be on the dogs there at Manawatu today. G'day, Butch. Yeah, Gareth, how are you doing? I won't be on the dogs today, but uh, don't mind one uh, bit on the dogs and at the pub, having a bit of a whip around. Yeah, what about at Paul Coe today? What are we doing there? Yeah, good fields today across the board. Big fields, uh, sort of horses have backed up with the rain that we've had over the last few weeks. So uh, they've come up with a soft five track. Should be near perfect by the time they race. Bit of a later start, 125. We'll go later in the day. So race seven, number four, RB. I thought it would uh, get its uh, win today. Uh, the run last time was on a pretty testing track and just seemed to flounder a bit late. This one trained by the Weatherleys, written by Sun Sam, and uh, it's at two dollars and eighty cents. I thought it might have a little bit on this lot. So race seven, number four, Arby, and we'll go to uh, race nine, and uh, it's number eight, Candy Cane, racing really well uh, at the moment. Uh, look, the win four starts ago was uh, here at Pukekohe. It's run third and a couple of fourths since then, and better company than it meets today. So. I thought it would get its chance. Michael McNabb, who is just riding the crest of a wave at the moment, uh, does the riding. And uh, it's, what is it, $4.80 into $3.60. So not only I've found candy cane, um, but I expected it to to get the job done today as well. So race seven, number four, Arby, and race nine, number eight, candy cane. And you must have been proud with Mickey Walker because I was just learning the other day that you were his first manager, Butch. Yeah, it was. Uh, look, we had some wonderful times. Um, uh, trackside doing a piece here in New Zealand and uh, did an interview uh, and, and reminisced a little bit about that. Michael was a freak. Uh, started uh, his first year riding at zero and finished it with 131 winners. And uh, it's just quite extraordinary. He was an absolute natural talent. Uh, he was born to be a jockey. He had everything that you wanted in a young jockey. He had drive. He had passion. And uh, he was just that little bit cheeky as well. And he was uh, an incredible uh, horseman. Uh, Look, he mightn't be considered the very best that we've ever produced, but he needs to be always in the discussion around the best New Zealand jockeys because uh, quite clearly riding over 2,000 winners and doing it so very quickly, uh, he's one of the very, very best that's ever come out of New Zealand. That must have been some journey at the start because he was the New Zealand Sportsman of the Year, wasn't he? At 15 years of age, he was defeating All Blacks. Yeah, I think he was Maori Sportsman of the Year. He yeah. was in that discussion for Sportsman of the Year. He was. It's quite incredible to think that he was able to do what he did and um, he wrote a winner for us. I think it was the sixth winner and uh, seamlessly transitioned the whip from one hand to the other without missing a beat. And you sort of double talk and shook your head and yeah. is this the first time this kid's done this or has he uh, done it before somewhere in a, in a different life? It was just quite amazing uh, to watch him uh, go, as I say, from nothing to, to winning a premiership and riding 
that many winners, and uh, he was so driven and uh, so very, very good at it. Yeah. Hey, Butch, I'm learning a lot about you. Um, you know, when I went over to Karaka, I'm, I'm going to dub you the father of Kiwi racing. Like, um, I know you can be a little bit hard from time to time, but all the youngsters, the people that I talk to, you're a big softy at heart. Um, and you've been a mentor for so many, Butch. So we're lucky to have you, brother. Um, but you are definitely the godfather of New Zealand racing. Something always comes that, up about um, you, Butch, that I didn't know. <laughs> always something popping up. But, you know, that was um, it was a wonderful uh, time with uh, with Michael. And uh, just I wish him all the very best. And, and uh, let's hope that uh, he uh, gets as well as he can, as quickly yeah. as he can. And I'm sure that there's somewhere in the industry that uh, will grab Michael J. Walker and uh, he will be a continuing success. Hey, well said, mate. Well done. Good luck today. There's Butch Castles. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. We're at sale today in Victoria. Benny Said joins us. Benny, good morning to you, mate. Can we make some money there at sale? Morning, Gareth. Yeah, I think we can, mate. We're... uh... We're going to have to be patient punters. I've got to like a couple in the last few races. So we will kick off in race five with my best, number six, Rio Yuki. Well, this man's got a lot of talent. She was playing last start at Sandown, but I'm happy to forgive that. Uh, look, I think I just rode her a touch close that day. But there's not a lot of speed in this race, which means I think she can settle closer without being used. They're throwing the blinkers back on. She's got the best turn of foot. I think she'll be too sharp for him over the concluding stages. Race five, number six, Rio Yuki. We'll then go to race six, number two, social co and science. C Blackshaw trains, Tommy Stockdale to ride. Look, this horse has got nice ability. It was okay at Flemington up the straight. I didn't think that suited him that day. I think back around the bend will suit him today at sale. I think he can ride the speed for a long way and be hard to run down. We'll then go to race seven, number... 12. A. Votre Sante. Paddy Payne to train. D. Stackhouse to ride. Well, this bloke's been supported in early markets. I've liked the jump outs, albeit they've been quiet, but that's how Paddy trials them and jumps them out. Look, sprinted well enough fresh over a mile last start. This horse will get over a bit of ground, but I'm happy to play this horse each way today. I think he'd be very hard to beat and storm over the top of him late. Big track at sale of shooting today. Love the confidence. Usually you're a man that likes to play early in the, the meeting, but we're going late. Race five, number six. Race six, number two. Race seven, number 12. Rai Yuki, your best, it sounds there, Benny? Yeah, she's my best today, mate. All right, mate. Good luck. Thanks for that. Thanks, Gareth. Bye. Always great to catch up with Mickey Gannon. Thanks for the great tip-off. Good morning to you, Mickey. We're at Warwick Farm this afternoon. How do you think this track will play? Morning, Gareth. Yeah, we're on a heavy eight. The rail's out five metres there uh, for the most part of the of the track. And what I would suggest is that if it's rain continuing to fall now, I think yeah. they'll be looking to go sort of wider and wider. There is that 1,400-metre shoot, so punters just be aware, you know, that from the 1,400 metres, only, you know, really one turn and, and it's probably, you know, half a turn of that. So if you draw in middle to wide barriers, there's absolutely no disadvantage at all. And you could potentially even um, mark stamp that as, a, uh, as an advantage, G. How do we make some money, mate? So in the first race, there's a horse by the name of Storm the Rampart. They're headed up to the Magic Millions um, 900 metre maiden race up there. Oh, sorry, the uh, two-year-old maiden race, something like that. Anyway, it was a uh, missed the start. Was sort of smashed at the start, and then horses came together and got it got basically bashed and um, popped out. Ran really well. Hit a real flat spot 
around the home turn. And I was actually on it on this occasion. I thought, this horse is gone. It's going to be beaten by an absolute mile. Its last 200 metres was that impressive, G. It's picked up. It's nearly won the race. Out to 1,000 metres today, Storm the Rampart looks a great bet around the $4.60 mark. I know there's a horse here introducing for the Waterhouse Spots label that tried very, very impressively. But first off, um, on debut on a heavy track is a big query. We know Storm the Ramparts can handle the heavy track. So race one, number four, Storm the Ramparts to kick us off. Mate, and then we're going to head to race four, uh, the value play of the day, horse here called Show Some Grit, three-year-old filly by written tycoon. Now, look, hasn't won a race before. This is um, hasn't even run a place. So I get why punters might be thinking, Jesus, Gannon's lost the plot here. We're getting $20. This horse's career peak comes on a heavy track over 1,500 metres. Its last start at Kembla was much better than what it reads. Six, four feet and 4.7 lengths. That was over 1,200 metres. Today, we get up to the mile. Second up, Joey Pride knows what he's doing here. Horse has got 54 kilos in very well. The rate weights and loves the wet track. So I think... Uh, Race four, number nine, Show Some Grit is the each-way player today at the $26 mark. So race one, number four, Show Some Grit. Race four, number nine, that will do us there at the farm today for Mickey G. And what about your full set of tips, the great tip-off? How do we go about doing just that? Yeah, got five plays today at Warwick Farm. Head to thegreattipoff.com, search Mick Gannon, and they'll be there for you, G. So that's easy, greattipoff.com. You search Mickey Gannon, and then you get your staking plan. You can do what you want. Terrific surface, great value. Um, I highly recommend it. Well done, Mickey. Thank you, mate. Legend. There's Thanks, Mickey Gannon there. Um, and as I said, you can get Gano's full Warwick Farm set of tips, speed maps, etc. at thegreattipoff.com. Dean Watling from the Barrier Tent joins us now. G'day, Dino. Morning, Gareth. What are you thinking today, mate, at the farm? Yeah, it's a pretty tricky meeting. I'd be staking a little bit lightly. We had a massive storm overnight and the, the track's come up a heavy eight. So I'm guessing they'll get off the rails and sort of Get to the outside, but there's still a couple of nice bets that we can find. Take it away. Yeah, race one, number three, introducing a really, really smart trialer for the Waterhouse and Bots table who are in elite form. Brett Perville takes a ride. This horse has only had the one trial into its debut, which is slight concern, especially on the wet track, but it matched motors and did it probably better than Platinum Jubilee in its one hit out. Um, did that on the bridle. Platinum Jubilee has pushed out, had the race fitness, and obviously ran second to cylinder on the weekend. So if you can tie that form in, it reads elite. And I've got a feeling that they like this horse a lot and they want to get it up and rolling and hopefully towards the slipper. So race one, number three, introducing. Looks a really, really nice two-year-old colt to kick off proceedings at Warren Farm. Then what do we do after that, mate? Yeah, I think race six, number four, is the last of the plays. Stroke of luck. Did enough first up. Um, always been touted as a really nice horse. Um, up to 1,600 metres today is a really, really good push. 1,400 metres fresh, um, probably a touch too short for the horse. Uh, Corey Coro obviously won that race, which is nice form, I think. Um, now second up, handles the wet track, has a really nice form race uh, coming out of the spring over the 1,600 metres when it ran third to Williamsburg and Communist. That form ties in really good. So I think race six, number four, stroke of luck will improve a stack getting on the heavy track today, Gareth. We always need a stroke of luck, mate. You do in this game, you do. Looking forward to trial time. We'll be catching up with Graham Beek and, um, yep, plenty of trialers to go through. Can't wait, mate. He's an elite first-up trainer. So 10 o'clock punters, get your text messages and your tens ready. 0499 736 736. In fact, the best text message with trial time today will give away if you're based in Melbourne or you're coming to Melbourne for the Sandow meeting. 
We'll give away that package worth just over $400 dead to the races there on Saturday. So stay tuned. Good on you, Dino. Thanks, mate. There's Dean Watling there. We'll take a break and we'll come back with Mount Gambier. Got the tips at Mount Gambier, Ascot, Eagle Farm and Launceston for Launceston Cup Day. We're racing in South Australia, so I welcome you back to Giddy Up this Wednesday morning, 9.23. Mitchie Lewis from formguidebreakdowns.com or you can follow him on Twitter at MitchLewis101. He joins us now because we are racing at Mount Gambier. The weird track with two home straights, basically. G'day, Mitch. G'day, Gareth. How's... Yeah, no, it's an um, in- interesting track, but it's a good track in general. Yeah, I like I like watching and betting there at Mount Gambier. What are we doing from a, a punting perspective, mate? Where do we start with your specials? I'm going to kick off in race three with number three, Glen Ferry Gell. So she takes a big drop in grade today. In her last two starts, she's been second in a photo in one of the Mooney Valley 55-second challenges at BM64 level. She's then six, only three links off the winners in a Saturday BM70 at the Valley. And she comes here to Mount Gambia today to contest the BM58. So she's going to find it much easier. Um, she's drawn barrier one, and she usually jumps out like a rocket. She just seems to tire a little bit over the 955s and the 1000. So she's over the 900-metre trip today. I think she's going to appreciate that, and I think that's why she's here. Um, and I think she's going to be pretty hard to beat if she gets out like I'm expecting, and she'll just rail like a greyhound. So that's race three, number three. What else have you got for us, mate? Uh, we're going to go to the last, and we've race seven, number five, Recreant. So she's resuming, or he's resuming, sorry, today off two pretty good trials. His first up form previously has been pretty good. He's had two first up runs for a win and a third. I think the key in this race is actually going to be how it maps. So it looks like there's going to be a lot of speed and a lot of pressure up front. He's likely going to sit off that speed, and he's coming out of barrier 12, which I don't really mind because you can actually make some nice ground in this dog leg straight from the middle of the track. So I'm expecting him to be able to find the middle of the track and Kayla Krauss is on board, and she's probably the best in the state to mark these as a backmark jockey. So I reckon if they put the pressure in the race like I'm expecting, he's going to be every chance to wheel them in. So race seven, number five, race three, number three, your plays there at Mount Gambier this afternoon, mate? Yeah, they're mine, mate. All right, love your work, and we can catch all of your work, of course. Just head to your Twitter page at MitchLewis101. We, we get a lot of feedback with you, Mitch. You become a star. Formguidebreakdowns.com. Gareth, you're getting it right finally. Thank you very much. So formguidebreakdowns.com to get all of your um, your work at this meeting and you can catch up with all of your work as well regarding your staking plans. You also do a couple of the Melbourne meetings as well, Mitchy. So you're doing the Lewis name proud. Yeah, that's right. And it's all free and always up there. So anyone always feel free to have a look and, yeah. Thanks for that, Gareth. I hope you have a good day. You keep on dominating, brother. There's Mitchie Lewis there. Riley Morgan joins us. G'day, Riley. G'day, Gareth. How are you? Good, thank you, mate. What are we doing at Ascot on a Wednesday afternoon? Uh, it's a pretty tough little midweek program today at Ascot, but there are still a, a few races I am keen to get involved in. I think we can I think we can start off with a little multi, a little double uh, in the first half of the card there anyway in races three and five. Race three, the favourite... Horse number 10, Pro Latte, is a horse I've been following since she first stepped out at the trials. She's actually the half-sister of Triple Missile. She she trialled up very quietly on four occasions prior to her debut effort. She was very well supported in betting there. And William Pike worked her across to sit over the speed from a wide barrier. She just peaked on a run very late with a, a gap back to third. And I think that ridden more conservative is where I suggest we will see her 
at her best. And I think this looks a terrific opportunity to see that with Pike, the perfect hoop to, to pilot her. I think she's a really nice mare, race three, number 10. And you can roll that into race five, number three, Star Shien has put three in a line and, and doesn't seem to be slowing down. The the mile is the way, the mile the way she's been savaging the line looks to be of no issue to her. This class three isn't overly deep and she gets the services of William Pike again in very favourable conditions to sit back and launch over the top of these late and I think is going to be very popular to, to chalk up that fourth victory. Um, in terms of other bets, race four, two other bets I'm keen on today, Gareth, had a bit of a price too about these two. These two runners, race four, number seven, Kelvin, is a, a really hard horse to catch. He's actually probably one of the hardest horses to catch in WA, but this is the sort of race that I think he can bob up in. He was absolutely bolting behind runners last start over the 1,200 metres in a, a strong West Speed Platinum Saturday event for, for those races' usual standards. He just hit a brick wall in the straight and would have been very interesting to see how much he had left under the hood had he got clear at the right time. I think he's drawn for a nice run here. And while up to 1,400 metres, perhaps not his pet trip on paper, some of his career best runs over the distance, I think uh, they've been super without sort of running into the top three. And, and he has raced in higher grade than this traditionally. Uh, over time, twice a fortnight has since come through that race as well after enduring a similarly luckless run and, and bolted in over the weekend at Pinjarra. So happy to have a throw at the stumps each way with him as well, Gareth. So race four, number seven, play the all up, the pikey all up. Race three, number 10, race five, number three. How's pre-season training going for the Subiaco Lions, mate? Yeah, going really well, Gareth. It's uh, pretty solid, but we are we're starting to see the other side at the moment in practice games not far away. And just quickly, my best bet actually comes up in the last okay. race eight. Race eight's horse number two, Starring Knights. Now, Starring Knights and the the other the favourite in the race, horse and rival, come through the same class one form reference for this race behind DT, and think clearly that's the strongest form reference for this. And Starring Knights, a horse who trialled prior to his first up run, and off that trial, I thought, gee, this horse is in for a super preparation. And while Orson Rival did finish off hard and beat him on the post there into second first up. Awesome Rival's a real get-back run-on type of horse and has always been, which has been a bit costly for her at times. And there doesn't look to be much speed in this race. So I think if he, starring night, can be ridden how he was in that most recent trial, Alan Kennedy really kicked him out and he was able to lead them up easily in that trial and put them away in one of the more impressive performances of that morning. With some positivity here from Taj Dyson, I think he can get across into a prominent position and most importantly, give himself a, a head start on the key danger, awesome rival. Horse improves first up to second up and will certainly need a good steer from that barrier, Gareth, but quite confident the winner comes from one of those two and happy to back Starring Knight at the value for a really good result. Good on you, Riley. Let's go and get them. Thanks for that, mate. Thanks, Gareth. Cheers, mate. From one young superstar in WA racing to another, Luke Fernie's kicking plenty of goals and he's trying to get into the all-star mile with laced up heels. And he joins us here on Giddy Up on this Wednesday morning. G'day, Luke. Good morning to you, mate. Hello, Gareth. How are you, mate? Good, thank you. Now, the pride of Kalgoorlie, surely you can start to campaign and um, get the votes coming laced up hills as way, and she can find herself into the top 10, mate. Um, how's she travelling ahead of the All-Star Mile? I know she goes around in uh, on Saturday at Sandown as well, over the 1,400 metres in uh, that, um, well, it's the Angus... A Manasco stake. So how is she heading towards that contest, mate? Ah, yeah, she's really good. Um, her last start was super. Missed the kick, ran on. She probably had to do a little bit too much work to tack on to him and then ran her race 
well, ran a splits before anything else in the race had taken off to, to finish their, their race off. So uh, going forward, I think she's in a great um, headspace and hopefully stepping out of 1,400 this weekend, we see, see the best of her and, and show what she's made of. Have you enjoyed the experience with the All-Star Mile and trying to get her into a race like that? It's very exciting. Yeah. Something that's uh, very new. It's obviously very different to any concept that we have in WA and to, to be a part of it and try and push for it. It's been eye-opening. There's obviously a lot of um, a lot of work that goes into it. It's big credit to, to all the other stables as well that push their horses and owners and um, trying to get the votes for them. So it's, it's something very different that I've never had to do before and we're trying to just keep chipping away and add, add a few more to her tally. Surely you've got the mate Andy Inglis that um, owns... Toyota Kalgoorlie, surely you could have worked out a deal with him. If you vote for your filly, then um, maybe they can win a Toyota or something there, Luke. Yeah, then I'm going to have to think of something <laughs> over the next couple of days to, to round a few more up. But we'll try and get the uh, the country people in Cal to put a few together and hopefully we can um, round a few more up and get her through. That'd be bloody exciting. I know that. Yeah, and um, you're at the sales. They start on Thursday for the Magic Millions per sales. Have you found one for us, mate? On plenty of looking, it's been really hot here, so I've probably more enjoyed the stubbies than looked at the horses so far, so I've probably got to put my head down and, and ask up today and, and get a get a good look in and hopefully find something there. All right, mate. Lolo Lonro today, can we get on? I'm hoping so. We've got the wizard on. That always helps. Shades always help. Yep. Um, final throw at the stumps for him to see if we can get a get a good result. He's a bit out of character last start, so hopefully we can um, change the tables today. You're a star young trainer you deserve. It would be great for the race if you can get laced up heels into the All-Star Mile. So if you haven't voted yet, especially for the WA listeners out there, get on the All-Star Mile website, allstarmile.com.au. Vote for laced up heels, mate, and we'll try and get her in. You're a star, mate. Have a good day. There you go. There's Luke Fernie there. Queensland is your place to race this year. They're racing at Eagle Farm. Our man, Semi Highland, joins us. G'day, Semi. Hello, Getty Up. How's uh, things? i tell you what, yeah, we've had a bit of uh, precipitation this morning, so that won't hurt uh, the Eagle Farm track. It'll be uh, just nice and a bit of cloud about, so I would expect um, there'll be some more rain to come at this stage. I like race two, number four, within reason for... Desley Forster, this uh, this went round the Callaway Gal last preparation, and I tell you what, it ran well. And for her to run it in that race, she obviously had uh, a good opinion of it. And uh, yeah, so I'm thinking uh, it's going to give it a shake today. Then I go race three, number seven, Valley Sister. It's a bit of an old banger this one. It's deep in the prep and hard fit. He's a good trainer, Laurie Mayfield-Smith, and I reckon uh, the 2200, this is its go. This is uh, what will suit it best, and uh, it'll be hard to beat. Then, Choir Boy, this is a bit of value. Uh, race four, number two, Choir Boy, you can get it at 12 bucks this morning. Its runs have been good, this preparation. I know it hasn't finished in the money, but it hasn't been far away, and if it has any luck in the run, gets a sweet run. Gee, I think it'll give it a shake. It'll run well. And then getting up for the yes. thrill seekers, we've got one in race eight, and that is race eight, as I'm driving here, just dropped the kids at school. <laughs> Number four, security advisor. This was 23 bucks last night. It's had a bit of support overnight, and I had something on overnight. Chris Marr, group one trainer, I tell you what, this will be running well first up today. So whatever it does today, it'll improve on. But at the odds, uh, it's worth a squirt. Love your work, Samuel. We'll catch up.
with you on the trackside team this afternoon. So race two, number four, race three, number seven, race four, number two, and a little bit on race eight, number four. Love your work, Sammy. Keep on dominating, brother. I'm your Gareth. There's Sammy Highland. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Join the, the fun this Tasmanian Summer Racing Festival. Let's catch up with the king of Tassie Racing, Scotty Brunton, on the way to Launceston, it sounds like, the Launceston Cup Day. Scotty, good morning to you. Thanks for your time, brother. Good morning, Gareth. Good, always good to be on with you, mate. Um, Travelling Gigolo and Skyway Star. Can you win the Travelling Gigolo nearly won the Hobart Cup. Can you win the Launceston Cup this year? Well, I expected this would be the race that he peaked for. Um, he's uh, had a lot of... Uh, He's been well planned out the, the prep. He's going very well. Thought it was an outstanding ride by a start and uh, equally as good a run. Barrier eight, if he can cross down to the fence early and get a bit of cover. Um, and he gets the brakes at about the 600 when he's trying to roll through. He'll be very hard to hold out. Well, that'd be great if you win a Launceston Cup there with your great mate David Perez. What about the inevitable? He goes around in the hell of a street stake, 1,600 metres. So Simon's also there, but... Um, geez, we can't wait to see this horse in Victoria for the All-Star Miles, Scotty. Yeah, let's hope he gets in. Um, You're a moral, uh, mate, you, especially with your um, campaigning. It's been unbelievable. Hats off to yourself and the team. He's a, yeah, Barry's done a great job. So he's, um, he's done very well. Everyone's chucked in a bit, but Bear's done, gone those two extra miles just to get everything done. And, uh, yeah, very grateful. So Can you, he's, the, horse is, yeah. the horse is in outstanding order. Um you know, of course, it's a race with uh, myself and Tegan and dearly love the win, being uh, the first rung of the Hell of a Street Stakes. So, um, yeah, he seems very well. Um, hope there's good grass cover today. And we just lost you there, Scotty. Because, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We got you back. Yeah, sorry, sorry, mate. Yeah, just hoping everything goes well with the inevitable. Hopefully, the track's got good grass cover and the. Um, and he pulls up okay after the run. Yeah, last time, this time last year when I was at Launceston, at the Launceston Cup meeting, I saw Galenis win and you kissed Bear Robinson on the lips after the victory. Will you do that again today? Oh, yeah, I kiss him often. So, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah. <laughs> when you got a head like mine, you got to take what you can get, you know. So, yeah. Is he the best chance in the Royal Rambo? Uh, look, um, all three of my horses have, uh, you can make a case for, but um, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Galena, so I'm hoping um, back to the 1200 at Launceston, um, good price. Uh, we'll adopt the old tactics and he'll go forward. Um, uh, hopefully he's very hard to beat. If I gave you $100 and we can spend it with um, our great friends at Bet365, Scotty, how would you tell me to play it, brother? Right, um... I'd go risky, but oh, risky. I'd go, I'd go, I'd go Galenus into. I'd have an all up Galenus yeah. into Travelling Jiggle old place. Uh, the inevitable a win into Hot Wide in the last a win. Oh, Hot Wide down the outside. Wouldn't that be something? The big roar, Hot Wide. So, Mishka. are we going Galenus the place or the win? Go the win, mate. Go oh, the so go. race six, number three into race seven, number one, the inevitable, into the place travelling gigolo, race eight, number six, and then Georgie um, down the outside with hot wide, race 10, number 18. And I'll tell you what, if that 
if we can pull that off, I will hire a, a plane and we'll go to Launceston tonight if that happens. Go and get them, Scotty. Good, thanks very much, good brother. Man. There's Scotty Brunson there. Um, big races in fantastic places. Join the fun. Visit summerracingfestival.com.au, of course. The Tasmania Summer Racing Festival has been a lot of fun this time around, and it concludes today with the Launceston Cup. We'll take a break. The racing manager for Racing Victoria, Manny Welch, will join me, and then after that, we'll continue on bag of tips with our tips for the trots and the dogs. 9.41, this is Giddy Up this Wednesday. Make sure you send in your text messages. Trial time not far away with Dean Watley and Graham B. Go for double nine seven three six seven three six. Um, you might have a couple of winners for us today. Might have a question for Matty Walsh with the decision from Racing Victoria to change around the spring carnival by pushing the thousand guineas and the Sir Rupert Clark stakes to the day or the week after the Flemington Carnival. They've also moved the Manicado stakes to Cox Plate Day, um, which is a great move in my eye. So we'll have a chat to Matty Walsh, the GM of Racing Victoria, um, the GM of Racing for Racing Victoria straight after this. So bag of tips brought to you by Oz Equipment Rentals, the best pub in the Mallee, the Ultima Hotel, and Bet365, the world's favourite online betting company. Mildura tonight, race two, number seven, only in Rome. Darren Carroll's specials, race three, number three, Little Growie. And Denzil Debro, the horse that was so good to us last week, race 10, number two. The Greyhound Super Series presents the Country Classic, Saturday, 18th of March. Simon Orchard likes race five, number five, Somebody Like Me at Richmond. Wentworth Park, race three, number two, Zipping Tesla. And Wentworth Park, race seven, number five, Bankrolled. The world's richest middle distance race, the Country Classic, Saturday, the 18th of March at Dubbo. It's Greyhound Racing Supercharged. And uh, the Watchdog likes at the Meadows, race four, number one, Rhino Bale. Bendigo, race nine, number eight, Winsome Cell. Terrelgan, he's keen on race five, number four, in uh, Black Spartacus. And at Ballarat, race seven, number one, Lectra Heckler. Quality numbers, seven and one first leg, six, five and eight second leg, one, one out third leg, and the six, one out in the final leg. And the mailman has just sent through his tips for the Bathurst Trots, and he never misses. This is the best mail that we've got on SEN, the mailman. Race two, number five. Race three, number two. Race six, number three. Race nine, number five. So race two, number five. Race three, number two. Race six, number three. And race nine, number five. The best bets at Bathurst tonight. Um, and I will go through the best bets there at Tassie just quickly. This is the tips from Scotty Brunton. Um, he goes... Galenus race six, number three, into the inevitable race seven, number one, into traveling Gigaloo, race eight, Gigaloo, race eight, number six, the place, into hot wide, race 10, number 18, the win. That's the Scotty Brunton multi there at Launceston for Cup Day. Let's take the 10 o'clock news trial time coming up next with Dean Watling and our special guest will be Graham Beek.